Hey there, Powder Cake fans. Nick here from the Powder Cake team. And this is a bonus episode of the Powder Cake Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs, leaders, and innovators building remarkable tech companies in areas outside of Silicon Valley. And today, we'll be speaking with Garrett, who's the CEO and president and co-founder at Incident Response Technologies, Inc., or IRT. And IRT is a fast-growing software company that is focused on developing affordable, user-friendly incident management solutions for public safety, educational, and private sector organizations. And this interview is another one from the Unmet Conference in Denver last October, but it seems really well relevant right now. And in addition to Business Insight, there's a lot of great info on how to handle being in crisis situations. And with everything that's going on and so much craziness around us, we wanted to bring you something that kind of shows you that people can't have these seemingly huge crises under control. There are things going that help to solve that, and IRT is doing that. Because prior to creating IRT, Jarrett served as an assistant EMS chief, a hazmat technician for the Department of Homeland Security, and a police and air medical dispatcher. So Jarrett has extensive experience in the areas of wilderness search and rescue, technical rescue, EMS, hazmat, NIMS slash ICS, and crisis, sorry, critical incident management and dispatching. So there's a lot of great info here for relevant to what's going on and a lot of great business insights as well. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the show today, Jarrett. Thank you for having me. And we also have Clay here as well from Stout Street, um, and he will be helping facilitate the conversation. And so let's go ahead and start dive into this a little bit. Um, I want to get a little bit of a bit of your background, Jarrett. So what is it that inspired you to go into entrepreneurship? What started your entrepreneurial journey? Is there a moment or a series of moments that got you into it? Well, I think for me, a lot of my background is in public safety and working in public safety. So um, I started my career path in public safety very young, actually with a, a local group out of Arapahoe County that's the only youth-run search and rescue, professional search and rescue organization in the country. So we're lucky to have them here in Colorado. Um, and that allowed me to get really deeply ingrained in kind of emergency services from a fairly young age. And so after graduating high school, moving into college, et cetera, I really was on a, a public safety career path, right? Worked for a number of EMS organizations and heavy rescue organizations at the local level, all the way up to uh, having been a hazmat responder for um, some organizations within DHS and FEMA. And in that process, recognized, uh, along with a colleague of mine, uh, a gap that exists in the market and a need, and that was to really digitalize what so was a very manual process at the time, and unfortunately still is for a number of organizations, which is uh, planning for and, and managing those incident responses. So in parallel to that, I was getting a business management degree, and you know those two kind of came together, and, and I guess the rest is history. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. And so basically then what your, what your product does is help people manage those through your software solution. Are you able to tell me a little bit more about how that works and what you do? Of course. The easiest way to think about what we do is we replace the binders full of paper that many police and fire departments use to manage uh, their building response plans. You know, unfortunately now we think a, a lot about school uh, you know, churches, malls, those types of kind of high-risk facilities. Um, all those plans are, by many organizations, still stored on paper. And then during an actual response, the management of 
where police officers and firefighters are, what they're assigned to do, their checklists are often driven through whiteboard-based systems or pen and paper. And so we take those and combine them into one easy-to-use kind of map-centric command screen that they can get to from any of their digital devices. Um, and that allows them not only to uh, be able to see what they know about a response or location and make decisions against it all on one screen, but also to record and share those with various stakeholders that might need to be involved in the response. Awesome. That's awesome. And so as you've been getting started and up and running with IRT, how has the tech ecosystem in Colorado helped you? Or And you're in the Denver area, correct? So maybe even more locally towards Denver, how has that helped you to find success at IRT? I think that uh, the both tech industry and, and kind of the startup community, um, if you will, in Colorado as a whole, but particularly in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, some of those areas, is has really evolved over the last several years. Um, you know, we spent the first uh, about six or seven years after we kind of first thought up the product growing organically, had no idea how to go out and, and raise capital or work with other companies, and started that process in 2016, 2017, and have really found um, you know, much more of a tech and startup community in Colorado than we knew existed. And I think that continues to evolve today with conferences like Unmet. Awesome, awesome. And Clay, obviously you're a huge part of the tech ecosystem here. And what was it that drew you to IRT and you know, how did you get to know Jarrett and yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really feel like uh, in the industry that Jared and IRT operates in, I mean, it's just extreme legacy technology, as Jared had kind of highlighted, just some of the pain points that, you know, their current customers uh, were involved in. So we could really relate to the problem that Jared was really facing at. Um, so that really kind of piqued our interest. You know, we really felt like Jared's background gave, you know, a specific uh, skill set to his advantage running this company. And so we really like that aspect of it. Um, and then some of the projects, which I'm gonna tie this into a question, uh, was just incredibly intriguing. So I'm actually gonna ask Jarrett, what are some of the projects that you've had uh, the opportunity to work on as part of IRT? Sure, and that's one of the kind of exciting things from my perspective is, is unfortunately I don't have time to really work in the industry anymore or volunteer my time in, in the industry uh, right now, but we get exposed to working with uh, organizations all around the country um, and seeing how organizations in different areas of the country uh, go about this kind of planning and execution process of managing their events is really intriguing. Um, we've uh, unfortunately uh, been the system used in a number of uh, high-profile uh, events that are tragic, like the Charleston church shooting, um, tornadoes, hurricanes, etc. But one of the things that we do a lot of now is um, the products involved in the planning and management of planned special events. And of course, there's a renewed focus around security at those after Boston and Las Vegas and those types of incidents. Um, so this last year, we actually had the honor of providing service to the Boston Marathon. So we thought that was, um, you know, from our perspective, uh, really an honor to um, be entrusted with uh, an event of, of that scale um, and, and of course the, the profile that goes with that now. Um, we've been involved in um, uh, working with agencies that have hosted the Super Bowl uh, a couple of times now um, and maybe one of the 
the more fun one is, is we, we have a lot of college football teams. Uh, you know, the colleges use the system, right? But we're used mm -hmm. to manage uh, all the logistics and planning around the games. Um, and last year, of course, Clemson and Alabama played for the final. Both were clients, and so we got to have some fun with, uh, with that. That's uh, awesome. That's awesome. I, um, I had the fortunate to go to an SEC game a couple weeks ago, and you can definitely see the moving parts. Um, so it's truly special. I guess one other question on that is how do they find IRT, or how did they become a client, or how did you, you know, gain the trust of really doing the security for such a high-profile game? Yeah, uh, many of our clients come to us through word of mouth, referrals, um, or finding us, you know, online through some of our advertising. Public safety is really a, a pretty close-knit uh, community, and word of mouth travels fast. Um, and in, in our case, that, that's been a good thing, luckily. And uh, uh, so that's where a lot of that traffic comes from. But if, if folks are interested in finding more about us, that the easiest way to do that is on our website, which is irtsoftware.com. That's awesome. Yeah, and I did want to dive in a little bit because I remember Indianapolis hosted the uh, Super Bowl a few years ago when I was in high school. And that's just, I mean, there was so much. It was like a week-long event. How does your software then go? Like, how do you, I guess, help coordinate all of those different things? How does that work? Because, I mean, that was sure. everything going on. So without going too deep into the process that a lot of these departments have to go through for these events, the uh, you, you pointed out uh, a really key fact, right? And that's that for any large event, and if you use, say, the Super Bowl as an example, it's not just game day and the big game that happens, right? There's a week of dozens or potentially hundreds of street fairs and concerts and parties and all these things that happen around these events. And the same thing in any you know major city in the U.S. It's not just the New Year's Parade and Fourth of July, right? There's literally hundreds of events that occur throughout the year that the local law enforcement and fire agencies uh, have to manage and prepare for. And the reality is that just the uh, routine management of those events, closing streets and traffic control and medical response, and those types of things is complex in and of itself. Um, and now you also have to have a number of contingency plans available for each of them in case something happens, right? And so a, a really basic example, if, if we take, um, say, a, uh, an event like, say, Super Bowl week, um, where you might have a number of sub-events that occur leading up to that, Within each of those, you have responders that are going to be dedicated to serving um, kind of that event's needs, so medical response, traffic control, et cetera. Um, and there's actually a set of forms that's put out by the government that agencies are required to fill out to help them manage kind of the plan. Um, and those can be quite extensive, and, and we can save agencies 50% or more of the time it takes for them to complete those forms. So that's just a great time and effort savings. But then on the other side, during the event, uh, we allow them to go in and very easily map and distribute where some of the incidents within that event are occurring. Because unlike, say, um, a what we would call kind of traditional day-to-day -day emergency, someone's going to pick up the phone and call 911, and it goes through this whole dispatch process, right? Um, when you're at an event like a, a concert or a fair um, uh, or uh, uh, those types of events, a parade, a marathon, um, oftentimes it's not actually a 911 call that, that's coming in, right? It's someone who's turning around to a police officer that's in the street or 
a security officer or someone they see and saying, hey, my friend's having an emergency. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, a lot of those incidents actually get managed at the command post level on site rather than through the normal dispatch center. And so our system allows them to then map and get uh, optics into what's going on within that event um, because oftentimes those aren't actually going to show up in their day-to-day kind of 911 dispatching systems. Okay, that's that's amazing. That so basically then you're helping people to to navigate those things that are happening on the ground that basically they don't have the visibility into it unless they're using your software really because it's not getting reported through the normal channels. Exactly, and it can be confusing for organizations if they if they don't have an easy visualization tool to to really see what's going on to understand what their true kind of staff deployment looks like, you know, how long folks people or how long people have been assigned, when we need to give people breaks, you know, all those types of things, right? Awesome. Um, so, looking forward, you know, what is it that, as you look down the road for IRT, that excites you the most out, out of your product vision, out of you know your company vision? Is there something that you're really that excites you, that energizes you and your team? I think there's a few things. You know, one is that uh, as we uh, cities and technology continue to expand and expand, and we get into smart cities and sensorization and kind of the ever evolving, you know, there's an app or widget for that uh, movement. Our tool really represents a way to bring all those data points together for an incident commander or decision maker to be able to see things in a single screen and make decisions against them. And so we see a, a really exciting opportunity to continue to um, expand our APIs and our, our external partnerships more and more to bring in um, some of these technologies that are helping to make police officers and firefighters and emergency responders smarter in the field from a hardware perspective and integrate those seamlessly into the software they're using to manage those events. Um, I think the other thing that excites us uh, kind of marketplace-wise is, is our movement into enterprise. Um, so we uh, signed our first Fortune 50 company uh, last quarter, um, and so we, we really see an opportunity where we can, um, again, help a lot of these large companies in, in manufacturing, oil and gas, those types of industrialized uh, organizations to um, better manage their internal emergency response processes and um, give management and senior leaders better visibility into some of those incidents or emergencies that might be happening at remote sites throughout their company. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really exciting to hear too. Uh, I mean, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Clay? I think maybe just the last question is if someone wanted to get more information on incident response technology, as I know you had highlighted the um, the URL, but if you could just highlight where can people find IRT? Absolutely. So again, uh, website is a, a great first step, uh, irtsoftware.com. Uh, you can also find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Um, all under Rhodium Suite, so R-H-O-D-I-U-M-S-U-I-T-E. Um, and those are probably the really the two best places to pick up more information on us. Awesome. Well, awesome. thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Nick, I don't know if you had any other questions. No, thank you for coming on, Jared. We really appreciate it, and I'm excited to see 
where you take this and how far IRT can go. All right. A lot of great things. Thanks for having me. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And be sure to check out Jarrett and IRT at irtsoftware.com for links to their social profiles and the other people, companies, and resources mentioned in this episode. Head on over to powdercake.com and check out the show notes. If you're looking for a new role and want to be connected to cutting edge companies like IRT, you can join our matches platform at powdercake.com slash jobs. And to be the first to hear the stories of entrepreneurs, investors, and other tech leaders outside of Silicon Valley, subscribe to us on iTunes at powdercake.com forward slash iTunes. We'll catch you next time on the Powder Cake Podcast.